Hey guys, welcome back to Working Comic Podcast. Uh, sorry it's been a while. I've had um, a lot going on recently. I'm in the process of buying a condo. And um, I was also in Seattle last week for a roast show uh, that I'm running. It's actually pretty cool. It's a uh, tech roast show where basically um, people working in tech will pre-submit. Because either they're so fucking cocky that they're like, yeah, dude, just like roast me. I want to be roasted. Or they're just so autistic and like mentally deranged that they think getting roasted is like a thing that they want done to them. Um, but actually everyone was really cool about it. And uh, so basically they submit to be roasted and their friends uh, will give us info about them like dirt on them or funny stories, quirks, whatever. And we'll write jokes about them. And we sold out at Laughs Comedy Club and it was really cool. So we sold 200 uh, plus tickets. Yes. Um, but anyway, I'm back to do the podcast and um, I'm going to try to be less mean now. Uh, the latest podcast guest is really interesting. Uh, his name is Lucas Krukashank and you might know him otherwise as Fred Ficklehorn. Uh, he's a viral YouTuber and he created the character Fred. Is the first channel on YouTube to get over a million subscribers. He starred in three Nickelodeon movies, uh, Fred movies, and uh, these days Lucas has his own uh, channel where he goes by his own name, and uh, he's able to completely design his own daily schedule, live off the royalties of his YouTube channels and movies, and uh, he's thriving. I interviewed him because I found out he was in my improv class. It was really weird. Uh, it was our class show, and... Uh, I was like looking at him perform and I'm like, something's off. And like, I was listening to how he talked and I'm like, well, and then like part of my brain was like simultaneously overlaying all the Fred videos. Like I'm Fred, I'm Fred, like over him doing improv. And then I like just put two and two together. I'm like, oh my God, they're the same person. Uh, so I asked him if he wanted to be interviewed. Anyway, this was a really long intro. Uh, I hope you enjoy. Thanks. I like to introduce uh, my guests. I, I wrote a little blurb about you, so I'll oh just my God. read that. Yeah, it's really exciting. Hey guys, <laughs> um, welcome back to Working Comic Podcast. We're live for the first time. I am here with Lucas Krugshank. Did I pronounce that right? Krugshank. So yeah, Krugshank. pretty much. Okay. And uh, you created the viral internet sensation Fred Figglehorn. And Fred became the first channel on YouTube, I believe, to surpass a million views. That's what I read. Or subscribers, sorry. Yeah. And uh, you went on to create three Nickelodeon movies, Fred the Movie, Fred 2, The Night of the Living Fred, and Fred <laughs> 3, Camp Fred. And now you have 1.2 million Facebook followers, 2.8 million YouTube subs under your own name where you do vlogs and cool videos and rant kind of things. and humor. Yeah. Cool. You're an impressive man. <laughs> Thanks Thank for you. Here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So you, you, this wasn't that far, right? You just live at the Grove, which is like yeah. No, I live super here. close. So just took a quick Uber over, and I'm nice. here. That's Am I cool. allowed to sit this far away from the microphone? I think it is recording. Here, wait, talk. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Oh, okay, I just don't know if I had to be like leaned in. No, that's a good distance, I think. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So you live at the Grove, and what? So what are your? What's your day to day life like? Like. Today, you're just kind of relaxing? Well, today, I, I have to upload a video, so I have to do that. 
But it just depends. I mean, it just like varies. Like sometimes I'm filming, sometimes I'm like writing or thinking of ideas. Other days I like have to do meetings for like brand deals and stuff. So it sort of just varies, which I like because like there's no like set schedule. But it also can suck because like you have to like make your own schedule and sometimes I'm like not good at that. So I just don't get enough done because you have you're like the one in control of it all. But it's good. So are you, for the most part, completely deciding your own schedule or do you have like an agent or something? I mean, I have like an agent and like a social media manager who like helps me with like brand deals and stuff like that. But for the most part, I got to pick the schedule. That's so cool. Yeah, no, it's great. Thank God for social media. Wow. That's insane. So is your, do you feel like you have a typically like jam packed schedule or is it pretty like laid back? Um, It just depends. Like, I don't feel like I'm like so busy. Like I'm like, I'm working 14 hours a day or anything. Yeah, you're not doing like crazy 14 hour days. (laughs) Like. But no, like I have like work, work every day though. It just depends. And like editing videos can take a long time. What do you use to edit videos? Uh, Final Cut Pro. Oh, nice. So yeah, some of those videos are easy. Like it'll be like a 45 minute edit if it's just like a simple but sit down video. But when there's more stuff involved, it can be like six hours or so really? annoying and the computer's crashing. Oh, yeah. My so, computer yeah. literally, as you know, I didn't have access to a mouse for about. Yeah, 10 see, minutes. that can happen while editing. Your yeah. mouse can just disappear. It just goes away, and that's and really then difficult. Your work day is over. <laughs> you end it. You're like, the mouse is gone. <laughs> I guess uh, I have mouse, to leave the office. <laughs> your work day ends based on if the mouse shows up. That's a cool. I kind of want to do that. That's awesome. <laughs> so wow. Um. So what's the typical kind of content that you're making right now? On my YouTube channel, I'm just doing like sort of, I guess, commentary videos. It just, it's varies so much. Like I have a series on my Lucas channel right now where I buy, have you heard of Book Cameo, the website? Um, Book, no. It's like where celebrities and YouTubers, they have, you can like buy a shout out from them. So like oh. a series ever is like I buy shout outs and like make them say funny things and then listen to it. And then like I- So do people buy your shout outs? Or you I don't, buy- I'm not on the website, I just buy other people's. Oh, okay. Like Caitlyn Jenner's on there, she costs $1,000. You literally I haven't do- bought her though. That's too much money. Does buying a shout out help? It's just like I do it from a video. I like buy it and then like watch the shout out. It sounds confusing. Wait, I'm, so I'm not confused. doing a good job of explaining Wait, it. What do you mean? Okay, sorry. You buy a shout. So like, the so little- I do a video where like I go on Cameo and buy shout outs from celebrities that I think would be funny if they said a certain thing, and then oh, I watch you- the Cameo. Oh, so celebrities? You literally buy a celebrity to do something. Yeah, that's what it, that's why I think the website's so funny because like there's all these people on there and you can just pay them and they say stuff. It's like pay the like literally sell out these celebrities like literally. Your Lance Bass is on there, Drake Bell, and you can get them to do whatever you want. I mean, just kind like of. Some of those people decline. That's so funny. I don't have them do anything that crazy. Like obviously nothing like insane. How, what was the most you dropped on uh, paying a celebrity to do weird shit video? Um, I do you know who Jake Paul is? Yeah. <laughs> I bought one from him for, I think it was like $300, but then I got the money back because he declined. But yeah, I think that's the most expensive. I didn't wow. do the Caitlyn Jenner one for a thousand. Like that's just too much. A thousand dollars for 30 seconds. That's like, that extreme. Might not, I'll need a sponsor if I want to do that wow, one. That, they, they make a pretty good um, rate. A thousand dollars for 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah, no one had bought hers though. So I don't know if like that okay. might be too high. $2,000 a minute. I know, well, that's what's, insane. What's your hourly rate? That's literally $120,000 an hour. Wait, two thousand dollars times sixty. Yeah. If she did one every thirty seconds. If she had a, a consistent job, she'd be making a one hundred twenty thousand dollar an hour. But she salary. said the reason why she joined Cameo is because in public people always come up to her and are like, "Will you do a video for my sister or say happy birthday to my friend?" And 
So she said like the solution is going on Cameo for $1,000 a video. Oh my God, that's insane. I know. Would you ever consider doing that and having uh, people pay you to uh, do things as Fred or something? Um, I don't know, I would. Like I've thought about it because they've asked, they've seen my videos and they've asked me to join, but I just haven't because I don't know. For some reason I feel weird about it. I don't think it's like a bad thing for people to do, but I don't know why I don't want to do it. It sounds sellouty. I just in feel a like- In weird way. I don't know. I don't think it's that weird. I mean, I think it's, I don't think it's ever for social media people to do it, but for some reason, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I haven't done it yet. My little brother does it. He's a social media person. What's your brother's name? Jacob. Yeah, I should have done this research. Okay. Yeah. He was in your videos. Yeah. He your so he's on book cameo. You can buy him for like $20. Really? So wait, how's he doing? Does he have a He's good. He has like a big Instagram and YouTube and all that stuff. Really? Do you guys compete? <laughs> no, not really. No, we don't compete. Maybe you guys just like kind of. We might get really competitive. It might videos. be like a fight. Well, this so could come up. Who knows? Yeah, that might be a new video series. Well, me versus my brother in video views and subscribers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Um, because it's interesting. That just reminds me. Like I was looking at Will Smith's, uh, like following and stuff, and I think it, him and his son. Like I think he has more than his son. So I, yeah, and I would both kind of so. like viral, yeah. So I wonder if there's like this weird competitive, like, come on, dad, like. I don't know. I always wonder that. Instagram. I always wonder that also with like people who are duos, like they're both started at the same time and they have like a duo platform. Like Jake and Logan, Paul. Yeah, like just like people who started a podcast together, and then like one of them has slightly more followers. I'm like, I wonder if that's like kind of awkward because like obviously some of the it's audience like wanted to better. follow the other more. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like people who started weird. at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. I have friends like that, like that did BuzzFeed stuff and went viral, and some will just have like a hundred thousand more likes, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, I wonder if that's weird. The tea. Yeah. Does it uh? I feel like it wouldn't matter though, right? No, you're probably just like in the back of your head bitter and like, oh, why do they like you more? But like, it's fine. <laughs> they probably, it's more like, oh, I guess they like him more. But yeah, they just like move past it. Um, I think it's crazy that Will Smith is like so into social media now. I know. He's extremely I haven't really into watched it. that much, but like he's like so into it, right? Yeah. He's like a vlog. I don't even he, know. He like vlogs, he like Instagrams a lot. I think he has, he hired a full time social media person to follow him around. I heard that he has a writer's room for his Instagram story, but I don't know if that's true. Um, I don't know. Did you hear that's about that? That's insane. Wow. No. I know. this like throw out for ideas. Story. Just for his Instagram story. Like, Holy I don't know what shit. he's, I have to see what he's doing on there. Have you seen it? No. Maybe he's Actually, doing. I've seen his story a couple times. I didn't Is know. it really like innovative? He's just in different countries, like dancing and stuff with his wife. Oh my God. Yeah. I guess they have to write it. Uh, who knew? <laughs> but um so i want to get into your life because i i think your life is really cool i mean you have definitely a different uh it's not common to have a life like yours the I things guess. you've done is really really cool and you're one of the pioneers of the social media viral uh sensation stuff so i think that's i guess cool. so i don't know i don't really? feel like it feels weird claiming that i'm like a pioneer of viral but i guess i don't know i know i i, I guess if it's like you thinking about it yourself, you're like, yeah, cool, I did these cool things, but, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, objectively, um, like your character Fred was like one of the, at least for me, it was one of the first viral like characters that I've seen online. And yeah, every, I guess I was like, lucky getting in on it so it. early. How old were you when you started it? Um, I was twelve. Really? Yeah. So I think YouTube had like just started. Like I think I was on there like within the first like six months. Or like at least a year. So I was so like 25. super early. I'm 25, yeah. So this was what, 2005? 
That's insane. That was so long ago. So I've literally like been on YouTube for half my life, I guess. Wow. Which is weird. That's insane. So then you created Fred. I read that you created it with your cousins. I did I had like a channel with my cousins called JKL Productions because we were John, Katie, and Lucas, JKL. Uh-huh. And we would just, they always would come over to my family's house for the summer to stay with us. And we just like make stupid videos and like fake commercials and like all of that stuff. And we just uploaded them to YouTube and they like kind of took off. And then I did Fred and that's like what really... It like really took off like I, our other stuff did well, but like that like had like Facebook fan groups and all this stuff that I never had experienced before. So I decided to focus on that. But that's awesome. So how did you come up with Fred? You just thought of. I don't even know. Like, I did so many joke? characters on JKL Productions, like our YouTube channel when I was 12. I just always would do random characters. And I watched other people on YouTube who did characters like there was this girl named Brookers and Smosh was on there. So I saw them do like these sketch character things and I just thought it was so cool and I loved watching it so much. So I just tried making my own. Really? So I don't really even know. Like I didn't, I didn't like sat down and plan Fred. It just sort of like happened, I guess. One night I just wanted to do a video about Halloween because it was like around Halloween time. So I was like, well, I should do a Halloween video. And then it just, I guess, happened. So most of the videos you've done, like for, at least for the most part, like you were just kind of simple vlog style things, right? For did Fred? you do any more complicated sketches? Um, for uh, Fred, you mean? Or? Yeah, for Fred. Yeah, that was basically just like really short, like three minute videos of Fred just like doing something really fast and like insane, like jump cuts every like two seconds. And they That's like great. literally took like 15 minutes to film, which is crazy. But yeah. That's so interesting because um, now I'm just taking this sketch writing class. Where we're just talking about these different character bits. And it seems like Fred's like a good example of just a character kind of sketch. Where yeah. It's just a character and it's like joke, 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 joke. Everything, every line. I don't know. It's so weird thinking back to it because I like just literally didn't plan you don't think anything. Of it that way. And but I didn't like, even think like, oh, I'm going to do a joke. I just like, what's I guess from just what's like watching like Mad TV and like other sketch shows growing up, I guess you just kind of like just know what's funny. subconsciously pick it up. I don't know. That's so cool. Yeah, I really just like the idea of doing character and then you just like keep doing it and putting it online and like people gravitate towards it. That's so cool. Did you post every day? What no, I posted the first Fred video and then I didn't post another Fred video for like six months or something. Really? Yeah, because I didn't. It wasn't like it. I posted it and it was like this crazy like, oh, my God, I woke up and it has a million views or something. I think it, the most the first one got was like, I think like. 80,000 or something and that was just more than our other videos and then it just grew like gradually over like three years of time How often would you post over those three years? I mean, I would post videos all the time But for Fred Fred videos, I only it started out as like a holiday thing where I do like Fred on Halloween and then Fred on St. Patrick's Day and then Fred on the 4th of July and Fred on Christmas and I think I did that for like a year and a half of just literally holidays Really? Did you post other videos too that weren't Fred related? Yeah and just was like your channel other still random. Fred or was it the JKA channel? It was on JKL, but I just do like other random videos with like my sisters and stuff. Really? Just like about like a well? cat possessing us or something. They never, it always was annoying because I never did like as well. It's so, it's even annoying because Fred is still like beating my current YouTube channel. Like I actually actively, <laughs> I actively post on my Lucas channel like twice a week and it's still most of the time like makes less money than the Fred channel somehow. Wait, the Fred channel's still making money. Yeah, I don't understand. I guess people still search it. <laughs> Wait, know. like you're literally not posting? <laughs> no, I don't post. <laughs> what was the last time you posted? I mean, I'm 25 now. I think the last time I posted a Fred video, I must have been like 
18? I don't even know, Wait, but there was other Fred videos. You literally haven't posted Fred for <laughs> seven years and it's still making money? Yeah, somehow. I mean, thank God for Fred fans, I guess. Wait, so how... Are people just like hate watching it? I don't know what it is. How do you make money on YouTube? Is it ads? It's like those ads beforehand, you know, like those pre-rolls. Dude, I literally had, I mean, this doesn't even compare, but I had one video with 300,000 views. I made $1.75. Really? I don't understand how it works either. I don't get it. Because I think the more you're on YouTube, the more YouTube trusts you and gives you better ads. Didn't, were you part of that whole, like, the YouTubers going on strike recently? Oh, the ad apocalypse? ago or something? No, luckily my channel wasn't affected. Really? Okay. Because I guess some of my videos aren't, like, edgy enough for that. They, like, struck people who did, like, videos about, like... I don't know, like porn or like sex toys or something like that. And they were just videos like, they the ads or something. Yeah, I mean, some of my videos have been got their ads cut for sure, but my yeah. whole channel wasn't struck. But like, I did a video like testing drag queen products and the thumbnails me with like fake boobs on, and like obviously that video doesn't make money because no one wants their ads on it, I guess. Yeah, they're like, this is despicable. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> like, we don't want to advertise on this. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, we don't want to advertise, like, Toyota on... <laughs> on like, me trying on fake boobs. <laughs> Who knew? Like, this is Toyota's brand. Um, <laughs> but that, that's uh, that's really interesting. I mean, so, most of the money's from ads, from Fred. Are there other sources of income from the YouTube channel? Or from the brand Fred? I mean, there's obviously the movie royalties and stuff. Yeah, I think. I mean, I honestly don't know enough about that as I should. But I think there's, like, yeah, like, I think you... You get paid like residuals and stuff if they play it again. Wait, do you actually not know? Like, you'll just literally just be like, oh, looks like I have more money today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes stuff will happen. Like, I know, like, one time, like, two years ago, like, the Fred series, I guess, was like taken off Netflix and like sold to Amazon or something. And then that was like a paycheck. But oh, other... you, you got like a check in the Is it kind of like when... my, man my manager was just like, just so you know, like, they, I think it was like Lionsgate or so whoever owned the Fred movies was like, they sold it to another platform and so be expecting this or something like that. So the only thing I could relate to in my life is when maybe I'm trying to think my girlfriend worked at like Abercrombie. So she'll get like a, a check in the mail. It's like Abercrombie got in a class action lawsuit. Here's $25. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, it's cool. like that. I used to work at Abercrombie. I got $25. <laughs> so what you just get, it's like, Hey, Fred movie was sold to like, a different platform. Here's fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, but that doesn't happen that often. It's not like every day. It's like a check. But it's like every like few years. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Cool. Fred was sold somewhere else. Oh, yeah. No, I'm so thankful for it. Wow. Like, it's, obviously, I'm so grateful. Um. Yeah. That's amazing. Um. So from, just ad revenue from, Fred. Like, does it make? Okay. I don't know if like it's weird to go into that specifics, but it doesn't make. Do you get like a couple thousand dollars of? Per month of like livable income just from the Fred channel because I'm trying to like no like exactly yeah it's usually around there like something like that wow I know that's what's insane because you have so many videos I think it's because yeah it's not like since Fred like the some of the views have some of the videos have like 80 million views or something like that so I guess like every I don't know I guess maybe some people discover Fred for the first time on I don't know online or Netflix or something or something yeah, so I don't know. Or people want to rewatch, or I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. That's cool. I really love the idea of like you create a platform, like doing this funny character that you just liked, and then you made a like a just basically a passive flow of income where you can do whatever you want. I know it's crazy, which I is mean, just like the coolest thing ever. Like that an entertainer can do, in my opinion. Yeah. So I really admire that. I think that's really <laughs> awesome. Um. So okay, 
we talked about the Fred and how you made it. So, yeah, what was kind of the evolution of that? Of, like, the whole Fred thing? Yeah, so you were doing JKL. When did you, like, transition to your own channel? Um, it was when I, I started working with this manager and he was like, you should make Fred like its own thing and have like a whole series and not just do the holidays. Cause like I said, I was just doing like Fred on 4th of July and all that stuff. So I decided to start my own channel besides JKL cause I don't want to like interrupt their whole channel. And so I decided to, to make my own Fred channel and then just start posting weekly on there. So it was the first time I was posting like consistently with Fred. And then that really made it grow. I think posting consistently. And then from there, Nickelodeon, I wanted to make a movie, so then we... Wait, I, you, wait <laughs> I okay, I'm sure you jumped. <laughs> you, you well, it got like, popular, and then, like, I got, like, an agent and stuff in L.A. And So you got millions of, like, subs on the Fred channel. Yeah. Like, posting consistently. Yeah, so it kind of, like, I think that's, like, when it really blew up, when I was posting consistently. And was it just, like, posting um, once a week or more? Yeah, I posted, like, every Thursday. Did you ever post more than that? No, only once a week. Really? Because I was still like going to school and stuff. I was like in middle school. So I was like still like doing middle school and then filming. You were like 13? Yeah, I think I was like 13. And you had an agent and everything. Not like right away. I don't really remember like the exact timing at all, but I think it just like blew up from posting consistently. Wow. (laughs) And then from there I got an agent and then I was like, oh, I want to do a Fred movie. And then we got into that whole process. That's so cool. So you just told them you want to make a movie, and they're like, sure. <laughs> oh, my roommate just came in. Oh, hey. It was Matt. He was on my improv team. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you have today off. Yeah. Uh, that was Matt. Like, um, I love it. So you're just like, hey, I want to make a movie? Yeah, I mean, basically, because they were like, what do you want to do? And I was like, because like when I met with these agents, they were like, they didn't really, I feel like they hadn't really met with that many internet people at this point. Like it now it's new. so calm and like the agencies have like literal digital departments and everything. But back then they didn't really know what you're like. Do you want to be an actor? Like, do you want us to send you on auditions or what do you want to do with this Fred thing or whatever? So I was like, oh, I want to make a movie of it. So then they set up meetings with like different producers and stuff. And then I ended up meeting with this guy named Brian Robbins, who I really vibed with. And then we made it independently. And then we, the original plan was to have it in How movie theaters. I was 16, I think, at this point. Really? So I've been like a few years. Did you write it? No, I produced it. I didn't write it. Did someone else write the whole thing? Or did you Yeah, like this them? writer from Family Guy, David Goodman. Really? But yeah, no, I didn't write it. I wish I would have now, like looking back. But back then I was just like, didn't know, like even to ask to do that. But I was just a producer, so yeah, I just like helped like consult with it creatively. Just for like what the character is like and like what you're yeah. doing. That's so awesome. And John Cena was your dad. I know, <laughs> that's it's crazy. So wow. Do you um do you ever talk to John Cena still? <laughs> no. Do you ever see him around? I don't. I feel like he won't even remember me. Really? Wow. That was so funny. I know, he was, was so like... he was so nice. He was like such like a gentle guy for being like such a massive wrestler he was your kind dad and he packed your lunch i know i remember he told me that eating mcdonald's is fine because i remember for some reason on set people were like you can't eat because i was eating i was like 15 and i wanted to eat mcdonald's I'm like you can't do that and he said it's fine to eat mcdonald's so that's the advice he Wait, gave me who said you can't like people on the set were like you should be more healthy like you're shooting a movie like not like to lose weight or anything but just like have energy and all that stuff and he's like don't worry he said he eats good. mcdonald's all the time and he's john cena so Wow, so that's super inspirational. Yeah, he said he gets the two cheeseburger meal. Wow, John Cena. Who knew? The two cheeseburger meal. Yeah, it's the John Cena one. Damn. 
That's so cool. What's like the coolest thing that came out of your Fred? Um, I think just getting to do the movies. That was so cool because I'd always wanted to like be an actor and stuff. And I think like growing up in Nebraska, you just don't ever Nebraska. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Wow. What is that? Okay, we can go into Nebraska after. Sorry, you can continue your thoughts. But I guess I just never really, like, you don't ever really think, like, stuff like that's possible. But then thank God for YouTube, and then it made it happen. So I think the whole time I was just, like, so excited. Like, oh, my God, I'm doing a movie. This is so exciting. And, like, getting to see characters that I created on YouTube, like, come to life. And people were actually playing them and all of that stuff. It was just such, like, a surreal experience. So that was, probably, that was wow. really cool. That's insane. Just growing up in Nebraska... And then you came to Hollywood and had yeah. Johnson as your dad. So what's the, what do you do in Nebraska? What is, I, just, I feel like there's just like cows. <laughs> that's what cows? everyone thinks. Yeah, Are there are cows. cows. There actually were cows by my house, so that's right. Okay. Sometimes there's just cows roaming. So you lived near cows. Were there pastures and... Well, my family's house was, it's like, was surrounded by cornfields. So like kind of like outside of town, just like in the like farmlands. So you, the only way to communicate with the outside world was YouTube. Yeah, I think that's why I got into it because I was just, I wasn't really, like I tried doing like sports and all that stuff and like I just wasn't really into any of it. So like I just found YouTube and like got really into like, just like making videos as a hobby. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I imagine you in, in Nebraska, like kind of like in the, in the I Am Legend movie where they're like, if anyone's out there. And they send out the radio signal at like the end of a bridge, like if there's anyone left on this earth, please. And then all these people are like, hey, hey, and you're just like reaching out. That's insane. Like, wow. Yeah, I mean, I live in Connecticut, which is also kind of a random state. That's where I'm from. Yeah. Just like, you know, Connecticut's, the Nebraska's. Yeah, I feel like Nebraska, there's even parts of like around LA that just feel like Nebraska. Like even like the OC, it's just like more suburban and like wide open. Yeah. Do you feel more home in Nebraska-esque places? Um, I think I, I don't know. I don't know. I like both. So I can't really decide. Because I actually moved back to Nebraska for like a year. Really? Two years ago. And then like decided I wanted to move back. Oh, you thought you were going to stay there maybe? Yeah, because I was like, oh, I guess I'll just like do everything from online like I used to. And then like, if I ever for some reason want to do something with like traditional media, then I'll just fly here and like take meetings. So what happened? Um, Well, basically I moved and then I was like, oh, I'd rather be in LA. But it was fine. Like, I don't, like, hate Nebraska or anything. It's, it I just boring? didn't want to, like, live there. Well, all my... I, like, thought I would, like, move back and, like, connect with all my friends and stuff, which I did, but, like, they're all, like, just living such different lives, I feel like. Like, they have, like, kids and... What? Like, they have yeah. kids? Is Nebraska the Midwest? It is. Oh, uh, that's why. I feel like that's a thing, right? In is that Midwest. a thing with your friends from Connecticut? No. It's a Midwest thing. Connecticut's nice New York. Yeah. But, yeah. Not everyone. I mean, but just a lot of people. And, like, I don't know. I guess, like, everyone... Like, I don't, I don't know. It was just, I wanted to live in LA. Yeah. But it was cool to move back because I always thought like, oh, I think I'd be happier if I lived in Nebraska. So it was good to actually like do the move and... And like confirm it. Mm-hmm. That it probably wasn't for you. Yeah. No, I like visiting back though. Just not full time. How did that affect you? Um, just like growing up, have it being like kind of famous? Um, It didn't really affect me. Like I remember like when... Like, Fred was first, like, kind of blowing up. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be, like, the most popular kid in school. But, like, that didn't happen. No one cared? No. I don't know what it was. Like, people were, like, saw the videos and they're like, oh, it's cool that you do that or whatever. But, like, I, it's not like I was, like, it was just, like, regular, which I actually liked. Everyone just didn't really. I think since they know me since forever, like, they didn't really. You didn't get treated different when you were, like. No, not or, really. Or got a, t- a movie. No, not really. Even when you got a movie, no one's, like. 
I mean, no, not that I noticed. Everyone was just chill with it. What? <laughs> what? I mean, it was so unexpected for some reason. I don't know. I guess it, I was imagining glad, though. like, yeah, that's my friend Lucas. Yeah, he just got a movie. Like, whatever. Let's go play like paintball. <laughs> no, like, no one noticed. That's so funny. I don't know why it's so funny. Like even now, like in our, we're taking the same UCB class for improv, and you're just like. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't think people notice, but, like, it's whatever. <laughs> like, I feel like, did your whole life, it just totally was seemed to unfaze, like, anyone around. It didn't really change your lifestyle that much. No, like, I still went to school on Nebraska and did all of that. Like, I went through my whole entire high school. I didn't, like, get homeschooled or anything. Because there's definitely, like, a thought that, like, okay, when you get famous, you're, like, you can't be a regular kid. Like, people treat you differently. You don't feel like that happens at all. I mean, maybe it does to some people, but in Nebraska, I guess no one, no one cared. I I mean, they just treated me normally. I feel like that's probably better, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I'm glad that I wasn't like, they didn't like treat me like some special person or something because I wasn't. I was just like a regular person. Do you feel like like in LA you're treated in a certain way or like it's kind of just like you're a normal dude walking around? I still just feel like normal. I mean, I don't feel like anyone gives me, treats me any different. I feel, that's like, the, I feel like you've mastered that's exactly what is good like you you're a famous person basically but you don't get harassed and you could live a normal life and also have enough money to do kind of whatever which is like literally the per- you struck the perfect <laughs> balance like you made movies and like people are still gonna be like oh hey what's up lucas and like yeah it's normal I mean, sometimes in public, people will, like, scream Fred or something like that. But not really anymore, especially since I've, like, changed my hair. I feel like people don't really recognize. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely didn't know that you were the guy who played Fred. Yeah, people always say that, and they say, but then once I heard you talk, then I realized or something. I guess my voice sounds like Fred. I don't know. Yeah. So I I, um, uncovered your... (laughs) (laughs) I I figured it out just from the... Our class show, I don't know, you did something in a kind of higher pitched voice and then it clicked. I'm like, whoa. And so it's just like, <laughs> like literally like my brain on like one side, I feel like I'm just scanning all of like the internet videos and cartoons I've ever watched as a child. And then on the right side, I'm just like viewing reality and I'm just like, like matching it up. And I like, <laughs> was like looking at you, I'm like, oh, it's like Fred. Like, that is so funny. And like funny. all your videos came back to me and I'm like, wow, <laughs> that you are him. That was crazy. I was like sitting next to Cameron Kelly in class and we're like, I'm like, I think he's Fred. And she's like, what? I'm like, remember Fred? And she's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, but that, that that's so awesome. Funny. Um, so yeah, you basically posted weekly and then rose to fame. That's really cool because I always like, I feel like you people always make it sound like you have to post like every day or twice a day or three times a day yeah i feel, feel like, like it's it so different now. It like that now yeah like i feel like i was just like i said so lucky that i started when youtube like just began like i was one of the first ones so i feel like it wasn't as hard to like grow like it seemed like youtube back then it was so small that like they like they tried to like help people grow like they would feature new people or they would like they'd kind of be able to see more videos i think whereas now like so much stuff is uploaded like there's no way to see it all so they can't really like be like oh these people just started a there's channel so let's feature much. them i can't even imagine like the difference in the amount of content also i know like the algorithms changed behind youtube so i think now they do like value 
like longer viewer viewer duration and all that mm-hmm. stuff so like posting fred videos today like four minute videos once a week or like once every like six months like you probably wouldn't grow from that longer videos does better now right like 10 minutes yeah or like they just want to keep people on, on the platform so either like longer videos or like if you're just they're watching like video after video and like it's racking up the minutes because they just want to keep people on the website yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, so I think now it has changed. Like, you need to post so much and, like, post long videos and all that. But, I mean, I don't know. I, st- I don't understand. Like, I feel like I'm still... Like, people would expect me, like, since I've been on social media for so long. Like, you know everything about it, but I just feel like I know nothing. Like, I'm still, like, confused. But you, I see you, you... It seems like you're definitely adapting. Like, your videos now are longer. Like, yeah. I just saw your most recent video was, like, 11 minutes or something like that. Yeah, no, I, like, try to, like, keep up with the trends keep up with the trends um <laughs> is it harder to post longer videos that kind of intimidates me i mean which is ironic because i post hour-long podcasts but like, no I, I feel like it's easier now because also like the content's just changed like when i first started doing youtube it was like so short like either just like a sketch or like just like someone ranting about something for literally three minutes like it was all so fast-paced whereas now like I feel like people go to youtube to like sit down and like watch a longer video like they don't want something just like a fast like quick update yeah that's so interesting i'm trying to figure out for me how to grow my content and like where because i love to do characters and stuff and i like i do stand up and improv and i'm just like i'm so intimidated by like the social media stuff like for my channel i have a channel chabros uh check it out chabros um (laughs) c-h-a-a bros and uh we would post a lot i mean it was always hard to post consistently because we like to do a higher production uh, value where we'd get like um, like a DSLR camera like the boom mic lighting and like actors and different sets and stuff and I found it so hard to post consistently and just like I'm trying to figure out like how can I post stuff that I find funny and like have good production value while still building a following and I still don't know what to do like I don't even because like even if I post every two weeks I feel like if you don't post in between I don't know, but I feel like now there's something about that that's not good. But, yeah, I don't know. That's so hard. Because, yeah. yeah, like, it seems like it seems like the way the YouTube algorithm rewards videos, it's like they almost, like, want, like, just fast videos that you can just, like, like a format where, like, you can just do, like, a bunch, you know what I mean? Really yeah. quick and not have to have, like, this huge production. But That's why it seems like vlogs do really well, because, like, you can Yeah, because you can just really literally fast. post them every day. I feel like I'm not interesting enough to make a vlog. Like, I don't even know what I would talk about. Oh my about. god, yeah, I would never do a vlog. Because it seems like that always backfires, too. Like, I don't want to let people in on, like, everything in my life. Because I'm like, I feel like everyone... What'd you say? These are commentaries. Yeah, but I feel like when you let, like... When you let everyone into your life and, like, show, like, who you're dating and, like, they know everything, it That's seems weird. like they always turn on them, too. Like, the audience always turns on the person and, like... <laughs> and it's really weirdly vulnerable. Which is, like, fine to be vulnerable sometimes, but to, like, literally put your whole life on blast, I think, is a little much. Yeah, I mean, some people do it really well. I just don't think I'd be able to do that. So what's your your strategy is, like, commentary. So, like, what's your process for creating content now on your Lucas channels? Um, sort of. Just, like, think, like, if I find, like, a funny thing that I want to make a video about, like, the Cameo website. Or also, I've done this thing that my audience seems to like, where I just, like, talk about, like, old Disney Channel movies, like, from, like, 10 years ago yeah, and just, like, talk about them now. But yeah, it just like depends, like finding stuff that like you feel like you can like make a funny video about. Like the thirteenth year and like. My God, yeah. Like like watching the, those today and commenting on it. Luck of the Irish, the. Life size. Life size. Which one's life size again? Tyra Banks. Remember she was a oh, Barbie. Oh, she was a Barbie. <laughs> oh my God. 
and like there's a spell and they make her real yeah um, they're making a second one apparently uh, it comes out in december dude, i love that i actually um i would always do disney channel um original movie improv i had a uh, team where, really where we would make a disney channel original movie oh my god that sounds so yeah. funny do you like you'd make like a whole entire movie on do you stage? love like those disney channel original movies yeah, for sure. I grew up watching them all. We should uh, make a Disney Channel original movie improv. I want to start that back up. I thought that was so fun. We just get a group of people and like literally improvise a Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> and it's oh my so God, that fun. sounds so funny. Because they so all do fun. like sort of follow the same like format kind of. Yeah, I'm trying to think. We we I did one recently in Seattle. We just got a group together and made a video, and then it was the weirdest thing because like we we improvised this uh, whole sketch about like. This dad brought these dogs. He found like I don't I don't remember where he found them, but he he found these dogs and he brought them home to his kids and they were super excited. And he's like, but one of the, the dogs was acting weird. It was just like really um I don't know like powerful or something. <laughs> it was just like a powerful dog. It's like oh wow Spot oh I'm gonna love you forever. And then there was like a cut scene of like these like military generals and like five forty nine, five fifty. 552 where's 551 and they're like <laughs> missing this like 551 like super dog thing my god and then we made this like whole movie about it and then like literally about just this one like crazy dog yeah about this like military dog that escaped and these kids grow to love <laughs> it but it's like this escaped military dog that's like highly trained and like used to like fight crime and stuff but anyway i maybe like two months later we found this trailer of a movie that was the exact premise of that. It was just really? literally this robo dog. Oh my god! By the government, but man's best friend, what and like fuck? it was just the weirdest. And thing someone ever. like on the improv team watched it and like didn't know they were like. I don't know, but we like literally all created it randomly together. But then that's it, so it was weird. Just, like, this movie that like we just saw the trailer like two months later. Like what the hell? This is the exact premise of our <laughs> Disney Channel original movie. But I love those movies. I love making fun of those like. Just like high school tropes and like yeah, just awkward teenage things and like bullies and like prom and just like <laughs> and then having like a weird supernatural element for some reason like all the Disney Channel original movies oh, yeah. had. Oh yeah, they like, always did. And even the Nickelodeon ones, like the Secret Life of Alex Macker, like her she had turned into goo. Do you remember that one? I didn't see that. That was the. It was just about a girl and like she can turn into goo. Yeah, like she would like slide under doors and stuff. Yeah, they would always do stuff like that, and I thought it was just so funny, like. Eric, come in here. Something's wrong. And he's like, what? And there's just like these Disney Channel guys. He's turning into like, a mermaid. I think I'm turning into a mermaid. And I just like <laughs> love like doing stuff like that. Like, come in here. Like, I'm growing a tail. Like, I don't know. Just like stuff like that. Like, I have scales or like I shrunk. <laughs> or, and they're like always like making enough money to like win the big like surf competition or just like stuff like that oh, like, yeah. i just love that stuff it's so fun they had a whole entire movie did you watch the one where like the boy's the baker he like bakes and like he's so embarrassed oh the eddie's million dollar cookout. yeah and like his dad's all mad he's like you can't be baking listen kid you gotta choose it baking <laughs> or football like it's just so funny like <laughs> like it's the most outrageous thing that this kid's cooking it's like, I don't know. I just love making scones, but I'm also the star quarterback. <laughs> I don't know what to do. How am I going to balance this? Uh, dude, yeah. I'm, you reminded me. I'm really inspired. I want to do a Disney Channel improv soon. 
Um, that I'll sounds let, so funny. I'm gonna get some of my old improv UCLA friends together, and if you want to uh, do some oh, that'd be Disney so much Channel fun. improv, I think it would be fun to have a practice and then just perform somewhere. Yeah, that would be funny. I like the clubhouse. Or uh, have you ever hit any uh, open improv jams? No, I haven't. I want to. Yeah, uh, improv space on Wednesday night. They have open. Is that the one at UCLA? Yeah, right by UCLA. Um, so what is it like? They do like a Herald. No, so uh, the improv space is a cool theater. It's like a little black box theater, like thirty seat place you can um rent the venue for 40 dollars an hour if you want but they have shows every night wednesday night's the improv jam so you can just go put your name in the bucket and just perform um and then that's the first hour and then night and then 10 to 11 is teams so you put a team name in and you perform as a team for 10 minutes oh before that you just improv by yourself well you improv it's like you put your name in a bucket and then like eight people go up oh okay yeah. and then uh Tuesday at Clubhouse at 11 p.m. There's a good improv jam, 11 to 12. And I heard about the, the one time. at the Inner Sanctum. Yeah, I think there's one at Inner Sanctum. There's definitely UCB ones. There's some at the Pack. There's so many jams. I want to do that more. It's really fun. You've done them before, though? Oh, uh, I've done the improv jam, the club, uh, improv space in the Clubhouse. I haven't done the other ones. Though. God, I want to try. Yeah, we should practice our improv there. It will definitely be fun. Um, so what else? Did I write anything else? Okay, so yeah, right now you, you have the commentary videos. Let's go back to that. Um, how do you come up? So you do commentary on Disney movies? Yeah, I started it just <laughs> randomly last year. I did one about Camp Rock. Just like, because I actually watched it genuinely like with friends one night. Yeah. And I was just like, like oh, there was all, yeah, like there was all this stuff that like I just like felt like I didn't realize the first time I watched it. So then I just did a video about that. And then people were just like requesting other movies from like Disney Channel and stuff. So I've just kind of kept up with it. That sounds so fun. So I feel like that's sort of how the Lucas channel is. Like I think of an idea and then like my audience is either like, oh my gosh, do more. Like these are more things you should do or they're just like not that excited. And I'm like, oh, I probably won't do that again. And you kind of just do the commentary as yourself, right? You're not. Yeah, like, basically. Doing character, you're just talking like in your own voice. Yeah, just me. That's awesome. Did you ever want to take that to the stage and do like stand up or anything like that? I've tried stand up. How'd it go? Why? It's good. Yeah, I did it at um, the Hollywood Improv, like the lab, the smaller stage, because my friend, he was on Vine, Rydoon, and he had a show there. I don't know if he still does it, but it was once a month, and he would try to get people from, like, the internet to try stand-up, and he'd also just have, like, actual stand-up comedians and stuff, but, um, yeah, he let, like, his friends from the internet, like, try stand-up, so I did that, and it was super fun. It was great. I mean, it was really? so scary, but it was fun. It was, like, so different than... Like, I feel like it would take a while to, like, get used to, like, being on stage doing stand-up. Because you said you do it, right? I do it, yeah. I have a show every Thursday. Oh, really? Yeah, at the Improv Space. Oh, nice. Yeah, weekly show. And then I run a show in Seattle that I do every other month. Well, I think it's going to be every other month. But it's this big show at, like, the Laughs Comedy Club where we do, um, we roast people in the tech scene. So oh, really? We do jokes about tech. And then we, the comedians roast each other. And then we have, like, five, we're going to have five audience members that submit beforehand that they want to be roasted we mm -hmm. get info about them and then write jokes about them oh my god i love it and then roast them on stage <laughs> so yeah it was really cool the last one sold out and yeah we packed out this comedy club that has like can fit like 240 people it's so oh my fun. god that's awesome how yeah. did you like promote it and stuff uh just like facebook ads is the biggest thing and then hand-to-hand -hand flyering oh okay yeah. So Facebook ads, that's the way to do it. Does really well for Facebook ads as well for events. Um, not well for internet content, I noticed, because I don't stuff doesn't like go viral in my opinion from oh, okay. Facebook ads. Like I've tried to promote videos and stuff and I feel like it doesn't do that well. 
mm-hmm. but if you promote an event that's interesting it, it could do well oh yeah for sure that's awesome well that's so you cool. do a show every single week at on for stand-up yeah oh nice does that one have like a theme or is it just like straight up stand-up that one's just stand-up i want a theme i mean i'm i'm kind of like more interested in doing theme shows now because i think just straight stand-up's a little boring um i mean like obviously it's fun to do stand-up but just a stand-up show is kind of generic in my opinion um that's that's why i'm trying to start this uh character show monthly oh yeah so i think that'll be cool um i did it yesterday which was really successful a lot of people came and i think everyone did really well and i want to do that again probably end of october oh nice i want to go to the next one yeah maybe you can be in it you can do i never character. have watched a character show i don't think really like a live character show it's literally like either typically people either do stand up as a character or do a sketch as a character oh my god or, nice. yeah pretty much or do some audience interaction thing with the character it's really fun oh yeah yeah have you ever done fred live <laughs> no i haven't i've never done it live I, I i almost did but i canceled it last minute really not like last minute but my uh, like management that i was with wanted to do fred live like they're like you should do a a live show and we can like tour it because i did a fred album so they're like we should take these songs and like make a show oh you made and, an, a music album yeah like a just like a joke comedy album of fred singing and they're like we should take this on the road and at first i was like oh that could be fun but then like i don't know then like i got the creative back because i had like these people write like a show and i got it back and i just wasn't that into it because it just seemed like i felt like it would be too awkward like they made it like for like really like little they wanted to do, like a really like little kid show because like, at the time, like, little. the Fresh Beat Band, you know that? It's like a Nickelodeon band, the Fresh Beat Band. They were, like, s- selling out, like, these huge venues just for, like, really little kids. Like, parents would bring, like, their, like, three-year-olds. And I was like, I don't know if I want to perform for, like, really little. That just sounds, like, so awkward. Oh, you're performing for babies. Yeah, like, I don't, I just didn't know if I wanted to, like, go down that route. <laughs> Is that, did you want that to be your main audience? Like, actual babies. <laughs> I know, that would have been. <laughs> Very small babies. Like, my demographic would have been toddlers. <laughs> That's kind of funny. But no, I never have done just, it live. Um, you just doing stand up in front of toddlers just sounds so funny. I know, it just sounded like depressing. <laughs> so sad. I was like, I don't know if I can You're bring like, myself yeah, through this. The Wiggles this. really want you to open for them. And then I remember my management also. That's that was one idea they had. And they also wanted to make Fred a DJ, like back when DJs were first getting big, like in two thousand and twelve. Remember when like, Dead Mouse? You know Dead Mouse, like yeah, the guy yeah, with the big yeah. head. They wanted to do like a Fred DJ, where like right, we're like a giant like Fred head. Couldn't they have literally? But it was had... so weird because like they didn't like ask me. They were like, "Do you?" Like, I think one of them just briefly mentioned like, "Would you ever want to do like Fred DJing?" And I was like, "That could be cool, like just to be nice, like didn't want to like shut down their idea." But then, like, they asked me, like, so we have, like, dates booked. And I was like, what? And they're like, we already made the Fred head. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do it. It's like, my, man- my management probably hated Wait, me. Just, I like, like I canceled this- so many ideas. They're just doing all these things. And, like, <laughs> you're like, I guess. And then they're like, hey, we made the head. Um, I never we- actually saw the head. I wonder if it's somewhere. <laughs> it might be somewhere at their to office. Ibiza, like, next weekend. <laughs> you're like, I've never DJed. You're like, you but just- I feel like that also was going to be, like, a kid's DJ. Cause like they're like, well, adult <laughs> DJs are DJ. like a DJs. DJs are already a thing for adults. Like we're gonna get into like the kids market. So it's like you're at Ibiza, and then like all the parents are in one club, and then there's like the daycare center club. I guess, or like I would do like birthday parties. If it's a giant <laughs> head of you, why do you need to be the DJ? That's true. I did. Maybe that's what they were trying to do. You didn't need to be the DJ, right? Um, I or feel like that was the, a thing. Were they telling you to DJ and wear your own head? They wanted me to DJ and wear my own head. But I think eventually maybe it would have been like anyone could just do you it. You could have literally had anyone. Oh my God, I, now I'm regretting it. 
Like, what if you had anyone do it and you're just like, fuck it, just DJ as me and wear my head. Just don't take it off. I could have been a DJ. I could have been the chain be smokers. It's so funny. You just have like this amazing DJ wearing your head and everyone just thinks it's you. That would have been the weirdest transition. People are like, do you remember Fred from YouTube? He's like a DJ now. And you're like headlining in Vegas and stuff. Oh my God, I should have done it. It's not too late. Dude, that would look pretty cool. Fred with a reverse R on like a Caesar's Palace kind of thing. Again, it could be for the kids. Like, while the adults go to, like, Calvin Harris, where do your kids go to the Fred thing? Yeah. In the dude, that would center. actually kill. I'm, honestly, that sounds like an idea that would kill. Oh, my God. I might have to like, bring that idea back to life. That, that's, like, where parents would... You would have parents that wouldn't ordinarily go to Vegas. They'd be like, oh, my kids could go to the, this show every night while we get locked <laughs> out. And they're like, they take... I don't know. You have, like, chaperones there. They make sure everyone's doing well. Literally. Just play some Disney music. Wow. Balloon animals. Yeah, you can have a, a face painting. Face painting, yeah. Wow. God, I might have to Damn. pitch that. That's really cool. Uh, so what else what what's your aspirations these days? Um, so you're making your commentary videos that you get requested to do and then you yeah. just focus on them. I think I also just want to get more into like live stuff. Like I do want to get like more into stand up and get more comfortable doing it and do that. That'd be really cool. Yeah, that's really fun. What's yeah. your like biggest goal? Like, I don't know. I mean, because it, it must be different for you because I would at some point I want to make a movie and I want to make a TV show and stuff like that. But you're like, oh, I already did that. <laughs> so like, I mean, do you want to do more um, of that? Or do you yeah, no, I feel like, do... yeah, I feel like I, I don't really feel like, oh, I already did it because I feel like that was like. I don't know. I feel like I'd want to do it again, but make it for like adults and stuff and try that whole thing. And like write it. You know, have to be like a kid's thing. Would you want to write it? Yeah, for sure. Like be more involved with it creatively and all of that. Like fully do it. Because I feel like when I did the other ones, I was like in high school or middle school. So I couldn't like full on be involved. Are you able to like, how does that work now? If you went up to your agency, you're like, I want to make a movie. And they'd probably just be like, what's the idea, I guess. And then if I wrote a, a script and I guess they would like, I don't know, try to do meetings or something. I have no idea. I mean, maybe no one would even be interested. I don't know. It yeah. really just depends. That's interesting though. But do you have, do you feel like you just have like an, an open door with like Nick or something? Can you just like do stuff with Nickelodeon if you want to? I don't know. I actually did pitch another show to them when I was like twenty, but they passed. But um, I, it's different because like when I was on Nickelodeon, it was a whole different like it, not administration, but like all the executives were different. Really, they swapped. Yeah, they completely the like did a whole team. entire like swap. They like did a reorg or something. What'd you say? And the te- it's they call it a reorg. And yeah, they the did. Companies. I think like Nickelodeon like, was like kind of struggling. They moved the branches around and changed the leaders yeah. and stuff like that. Because like they were trying to compete with like YouTube and stuff, and I think it's just like hard for the kids' networks to like compete with all this digital yeah. stuff. So they just like revamped it completely and like had a whole clean slate. Really? Also, mm-hmm. oh, they like you. You came in when you were twenty, and you're like, oh, I don't know you guys anymore. Yeah, it was like mostly different people, and also the idea I was pitching. I wanted it. It was like more of like an older idea. So they were like, well, this is like not for our brand. What was like, the idea? It was me and I was doing videos with my friend Jenny at the time. And um, we just wanted to do like sort of just like a variety show where like we comment on like pop culture and like have sketches and just like a bunch of random different stuff. And it was just more like targeted to our demographic on YouTube, which was like 18 to 24, which they're like, that's not our demographic. So it really wouldn't make sense unless for, you change the Nick, show. What's their demographic? Like 8 to 14? Yeah, something like that. Interesting. Dude, I definitely watched Spongebob from age six to now. Oh my god, yeah. Do they still make new episodes? I think so. I don't watch them anymore, though. 
I don't watch the new ones, but like I would definitely watch the old ones. Dude, like I still, I I think I started watching it when I was actually six. And I I still find it (laughs) to be the funniest. No, that show's so good. I feel like it's timeless. Oh my God. I love SpongeBob. I can do a a good Plankton impression. Oh my God, do it. Okay, I haven't done it in a while. (laughs) Where's your formula, Krabs? Oh my God. You sound like the original. <laughs> I'm the original Plankton. Can you Dude, do Spongebob? Um, Spongebob's harder. I remember I, I saw the guy do it and he has to like grab his throat. Oh, you always see. I, I, I put two ice cubes in your oh drink. Oh my god. That's good. I don't think Squidward likes us very much. <laughs> and then, you remember Squilliam Fancy Son? Wait, who? Squilliam. Like the, that? the rival Squidward, who's like the rich one. Oh yeah, purple. like the yeah it's the like, bougie one. <laughs> Where's your marching band now, Squiddy? <laughs> I have a unibrow made out of gilded doorknobs. Oh my god, how do you do that, dude? I like impressions. I would just I like love I would just like mimic them when I was uh, little, <laughs> and just like try and do all the voices. Um, yeah, that's my claim to fame, doing impressions. But yeah, I don't know. So let's see what can help the the young comics out there out in the world and entertainers that want to get into similar stuff as you what like uh advice would you give people that want to follow a similar similar social media route um like i said like i feel like it's so confusing i have no idea i guess <laughs> just like i think you just have to do it and just like post on whatever platform you're you think interested consistency in. helped for you yeah like if, i feel like on instagram like people can really like blow up fast like if they do like videos and stuff do you like post your story all the time? Do you do you tweet more? Do you Instagram more? Like, what I do you feel do? like I'm so bad at Twitter. I like never really. I try to tweet, but like it's just like so. I never like. I feel like I'm never just like thinking of tweets. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I try to like do Instagram, but I feel like I don't do it enough because you're supposed to do it like every single day, and I post like once a week. But yeah, that's interesting. I know it's crazy. So much social media to keep it. up how with. Did, how did you transition over from the Fred channel to your own channel? What did you do to get followers on your own channel? Um, I sort of just like started from zero. Really? Yeah. I literally like started from, um, I started the Lucas channel when I was still doing Fred as just a second channel. So I had some subscribers from that. And then I just had to literally start over. Like I remember the, the videos got like, like the first few weeks I did it, it was like 5,000 views per video and like 10,000. And then like just like eventually people found it and it got back into the algorithm. How? But I would use, like, my Fred social media to promote it. Like, I would promote it on, like, the Fred Facebook page or, like, stuff like that. Oh, okay. So you'd share it. Yeah, so I still stuff. did. I still use, like, the old stuff. You use old platforms to share your new stuff. Yeah. But I never did anything with the Fred channel, I don't think. I don't even know the passwords of the Fred channel, so I don't know how to access it. You can't even get in? I mean, I'm sure I could if I, like, asked someone, but I don't have it. <laughs> wow, that's so funny. Um, cool. Any parting wisdom? Anything else? Do you give to people... Uh-huh. I guess just live your life. Live your life. I feel like it'll happen. And um, what else? Anything you want to plug? Um, I guess just my YouTube channel, my Instagram, Lucas Crookshank. And that's about it. Cool. This is fun. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, man. You're the best. Thanks for doing it. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for tuning into Working Comic Podcast. There's a new episode every week where I interview writers, directors, comedians producers any kind of creative thing you can think of and also the business side of things so club owners agents managers festival runners all that stuff so tune in every week 
And uh, also follow me on social media at the Austin NASA on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can also catch me on YouTube with Chabros, C-H-A-A, bros, one word. Uh, we have some funny videos up, so check it out. Thanks, guys. <laughs>